Hi, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 94, When You Can't Feel God's Love. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm recording this on Friday morning, and I am really excited about this topic of how to feel God's love. I have been zoning in on the feeling of God's love lately with a lot of my clients who I have noticed are trying to do so much to feel his love. So when we talk about earning God's love, like, or earning salvation or, you know, earning our worthiness, I feel like more specifically for some of you, it's you're trying to do something to feel love, which I think that's the way it is in our lives too, right? When we, we do more for our spouse, um, we're not trying to feel worthy of him. We're trying to feel love from him, right? We think if we do more, then he'll love us more, which means we will feel the love, right? And it's, it's kind of backward logic because when your spouse loves you, you don't feel his love necessarily. It's not like he shoots love arrows out at you and they land in your heart, right? If our spouse loves us, um, we may feel his love, but it will only be because of the thoughts we think, right? So our feeling of love is almost his actual love is almost irrelevant to what we feel, right? That's why somebody can be madly in love with somebody and feel so loved around them and the other person cannot feel that way. It is not the same thing. Feeling love is not the same thing as somebody loving you, right? So I wanted to do this podcast, and I want to start with the basis of my belief that God loves you. That is just my experience of the nature of God as being love, and that comes from my experience of realizing who I am at my core, right? What feels the most authentic to me is love. And then my belief that I'm a child of God. And so if that feels most authentic to me, then I believe that heavenly father at his core is love, right? Being my father, um, from the scriptures I've read from the way that the, it's been testified to me in my heart that the nature of God is love. Okay. So God loves you. That is what I am the basis and the fact that I want to just like all of this podcast is based on is, is my belief that it is a fact that God loves us. Okay. Because normally I would put my faith in the thought line, right. As being a thought, right. Like God loves me. That is a belief, right. But I just want you guys to play with this a little bit with me. Okay where let's say God does love you, 
okay? Let's say it is a fact, it's a circumstance, okay? And let's think about the model, right? Even though a circumstance is true, right? Even though something might be in the C line, so your husband loves you is in the circumstance line. He really does feel love for you. He says he loves you. He feels love for you. Does that mean you will always feel loved? Doesn't, right? Doesn't. Because we won't always believe him. We won't always think we're worthy of his love, right? We won't always think that we love ourselves enough to feel love, right? So just because someone loves you does not mean you will always feel it. Because I feel like these are some of the questions that are floating around out there that I kind of want to address today. If God loves you, why aren't you feeling it? Okay? And if you're not feeling it, what are you doing wrong? These are things I hear my clients asking me. And what does it mean to do works? Because recently, when we talk about this, this um, scripture, that faith without works is dead, okay? I believe a lot of us interpret that to mean that we need to do more to feel worthy and more specifically to feel God's love. We need to do more to feel God's love. And if we're not feeling his love, it is because we are not doing enough, okay? Or we are not believing hard enough, okay? And we measure our belief by what we do, right? So I want to address those questions today. And the reason that that this kind of idea of faith without works is dead came to my mind was um, I was on YouTube, you guys. I've, I've started getting to YouTube because of my daughter and my son who loves it, <laughs> actually. <laughs> my kids the other day were like doing this voice and I'm like, what is that voice from? That is so good. And they're all... Today, we're going to look at the base of the canyon. It's going to be so awesome. And we're going to get together and we're going to learn how to walk it and jump all the way down to the bottom. And I was dying laughing. And I'm like, we nailed it. We're like, oh my gosh, that is the voice of the video gamers on YouTube. And my kids are so good at it. And you guys know I love that I'm silly. And I especially love when people laugh at my jokes. It was my favorite thing about my kids when they were little. And now that they're funny, it's like, the most prideful moments for me. Like I feel the most mama pride when my kids are funny. (laughs) Maybe that's messed up, but when they are funny, I am like so uber impressed. I feel like they're so intelligent. They're so funny. They're growing up, they're witty. And it just, it matters so much to me. (laughs) But anyways, they were so funny. But because I've been watching YouTube and these, these makeup tutorials and all this stuff, which has made me buy way too much new makeup. Um, I just, this random video was offered to me, which is one of the reasons I don't love YouTube because of it, like learning your likes and algorithm and just shoving things that you would watch in your face. And I don't like getting into anything where I go down the rabbit hole. But besides the point, there was this video offered up to me and it was this, um, young man who used to be a member of my church, the LDS church. And now he was, um, in another church bearing his testimony and it was beautiful testimony, right? But it was based on the idea that 
he used to believe that grace, that God's grace was not sufficient for him unless he did works. That faith without works was dead is, is the phrase that he used. And so that, you know, as a member of the LDS church, he felt like he always had to do more to be worthy of the atonement or grace. And now that he's not a member, he can finally access the atonement and God's love without feeling like he just needs to be more and do more, right? And it had me thinking, right? Like, what do we believe? Because I feel like a lot of my clients really do feel like they need to do so much more to be worthy of God's love, to be worthy of the atonement or to have worth. We're constantly struggling to earn worth. But I don't believe that is a gospel principle. And so I did some researching because this is what I'm always telling my clients. You don't earn worth, right? But I was like, well, let's really make sure, right? Because this young man um, felt the need to go to another church in order to believe that he was enough without doing more. So I was like, what does this mean? Faith without works is dead, okay? And I found this scripture, um, and it is in James, St. James. I didn't write down the verse, you guys, but it says, seest thou how works wrought with his faith and by works was faith made perfect. So works were wrought with his faith and by works was faith made perfect. So he's talking about this loop, right? Works to me, you guys, is the action line. It is the things that we do, okay? It is the reading of our scriptures, it is the talking calmly to our kids or not talking calmly. It is getting baptized or saying our prayers or, um, you know, not attending the temple or attending the temple or um, being confused about our testimony. All the things that come in the action line, which, like I said before, they are not you. That is just how you are showing up in the world, Right. So works is your action line and faith, like I talked about in the beginning, is your thought line. It's your belief, right? Because faith can never be a circumstance. It's not ever going to be a fact because it will always be something we have to believe without concrete evidence or as the world would believe, right? It will always be a belief until that day when we when we see Heavenly Father and we're embraced by our Savior and, and all the principles that we believed, we see until then, anything that falls within faith will always be in your thought line. It will not be proven, right? So in this quote, it says, or scripture, it says, seest thou how works wrought with his faith, okay? So it's saying that your actions need to come to pass with your faith. So your actions need to come to pass because of your thoughts, okay? Because of your thoughts. So it's basically saying thoughts come first, right? See so how works wrought with his faith. So taking action in the gospel, reading your scriptures, um, looking for tender mercies all around you, all of the things we do in the action line service, they need to be wrought or created from your thoughts, from your thoughts first, your thoughts and your feelings, right? And I feel like for a lot of us, 
We're taking action despite our beliefs. We're like, I don't really think God loves me, so I'm just going to do more. I'm going to read my scriptures. I'm going to go to the temple more. I'm going to be kinder. I'm going to look for his love around me. And hopefully, then I can know God loves me, right? So we take all of this action. And when we take action despite our beliefs, right? So we're not feeling love. We're not believing that God loves us. And we don't feel worthy, but we take all the action anyways, right? We don't get the result we want. And then we wonder, why doesn't he love me? I'm doing so much. I'm showing up in every single area of my life. Why doesn't he love me? Right? But you guys, love is the feeling line in our model. All emotions come from our thoughts. Okay. This does not mean God's love comes from our thoughts, right? This does not mean God's love comes from our thoughts, but your ability to feel God's love is different than God's love. God could love you. He could love you so endlessly. And I know he does. And I know we, we only grasp like such a small part of that. God could love you but your ability to feel his love is a totally different thing. And it's dependent on your faith. So doing more, right? That's not wrought from your thoughts. That doesn't come from your beliefs, but is in spite of your beliefs, right? You will never get the results of feeling his love. Okay. Because feelings come first. Feelings have to come before the action. This is what the model tells us, okay? And this is what I've seen from people's belief that they're enough and from their ability to experience God's love. They have to first love themselves, right? And feel love because they first believe that God loves them before they do anything. So the second part of the quote says, and by works was faith made perfect, okay? So I think sometimes we think that like, if I do more, I'll believe more, right? If I do more, I'll believe more. But this scripture really does show us that you have to believe first and then you do works. And then through your works, will your faith be made perfect? Okay. It's kind of like that loop we talk about in the model. So we believe God loves us. We find a way to believe that ahead of time. Okay. Before we've done anything, then we feel love or worthy. And then we take action from worthiness, which could be a slew of different things. Okay. It could be just, just doing a tiny bit more based on this belief. Right. And then because of that action, right, our actions always create a result, which might be, we feel God's love more, which will reinforce the belief that God loves us right? It's this loop, but it doesn't just say you have to do, I think we confuse works and faith. It says faith without works is dead. So it's basically saying to believe something and then not ever act on that belief. You will never reinforce that belief. The belief will just die, which is exactly what the model says, right? If I believe my husband loves me, 
okay? And then I feel loved, but I never go act on that feeling, right? I never go do the things that would create love within me. I would never reinforce this idea that my husband loves me because I would probably pull away from him, right? But if I believe my husband loves me and I feel confident, I'm probably going to tell him things that matter to me. I'm going to be vulnerable, which allows him the opportunity to talk with me. And my result is that we're connected, which reinforces my belief that my husband loves me. So Heavenly Father is saying that to believe is not enough, right? To keep believing. To believe once is not enough. In order to keep believing, we have to go show up so that we can allow Heavenly Father the opportunity to give us more examples that we're connected with him and reinforce this belief that he loves us. Okay, but you have to believe first. So for all you women out there who are trying to do more and you're searching for God's love, okay, I want you just to play with the idea that God's love is just there. That God's love is just there, already loves you, you're already worthy, but it's your ability to feel it that you are struggling with. It is not your ability to be loved. It is your ability to feel it. And instead of jumping right to the action line and trying to do more and more and more to be worthy of his love or feel it, I want you just to stay in the thought and feeling line, right? And I feel like a lot of us hinder this because we say we want to find our purpose. We say we want to find our purpose, which I think is like the thought line, right? Like I want to have this belief that I'm accomplishing something, that I'm here for a reason, that I matter, that I'm important, that my time is not being wasted. We want to find our purpose. But you know what I think you guys really mean is you want to find your worthiness. You want to find your worth in something. You want to go and become a life coach. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is what I meant to do. This is where my worth lies, right? But it doesn't lie in any of those things. I promise you. Your worth is the fact that heavenly father can love you without you doing anything. Your worth is the, is the fact that you will always have access to grace, which is being saved no matter what you do, right? Access to the atonement, no matter what you do, it already happened. The atonement already paid for all of your sins. So whether or not you, you repent, whether or not you do any of those things, the savior has already paid that price right? So you might not be able to access all those feelings and that blessing if you don't use the atonement in this life, but you will still be saved. Okay. There is no earning that part. Okay. My motivation for showing up is because I want to feel it now ahead of time. I don't want to wait till all my faith is a fact. I don't want to wait until I really do see that the atonement was enough to feel joy. Okay. I want to feel joy now, which means I have to believe it ahead of time before it's a fact. So I want you guys to play with the idea that God loves you, but your ability to feel it is because you're struggling to believe it, 
to believe that he loves you without you doing anything. And before you go do anything like read your scriptures or attend the temple or serve somebody, I want you just to consider that you are already enough. I want you to wake up at 6 a.m. and set an alarm on your phone that, you know, a notification that pops up at 6 a.m. that says, you are enough right now. Messy hair, in bed, kids unfed, on screens. You are enough. You don't need to do a single thing more to be enough. Everything else is gravy. It is your experience of life. Okay. Your purpose, you guys, if you're looking for your purpose because you want to feel worthy, you're looking for your worth. Your purpose was to come to earth and have a body and have an experience with a body, which I believe is this, this natural man brain that we have, right? This lower brain. And then we have our higher brain, which is like our spirit, our ability to watch our thoughts, right? Our spirit can watch our, our natural man thoughts. It is that opposition that makes life curriculum. It is that opposition in our brain that makes life's curriculum. It is not that these experiences are negative and this experience is positive. It's that our brain will always offer us what's going wrong and what we need to fix. So the 50% negative and then our higher brain, our spirit will always offer us the 50% positive, right? But this is amazing, but look at God's hand in everything. And so whether or not you find your purpose, your thing that you're good at, you will get the curriculum you need to become who I know you want to be so bad. You just want to be the best you, you want to get the most out of this life. You will. Okay. But if you want to do it and feel joy, you have to learn to feel God's love before you do anything and stop doing things to feel his love. Do things because it's the result of feeling so worthy and loved. The doing part will be so easy when you really do believe that you are loved either way. The doing will be like we talked about the, you will know them by their fruit, right? You will know people by their works, their results, right? That's because their thoughts come first, right? whatever they believe and whatever they feel will just create an action. So if you feel like you're working really hard on the action line, you're probably working despite your belief. You're probably thinking, I don't really think God loves me or I don't really think I'm enough, but I really want to feel like enough. So I'm going to just do, do, do works, works, works. But those works will never create the belief. You will just feel burnt out. You will need to step away from the gospel. You will need to go to another religion where you feel like it's okay to believe that you're enough without doing anything. But I'm here to tell you, the scriptures does not tell us that we need to do more to feel God's love or to be enough. Okay. That is our own sneaky thoughts coming in. That is your natural man telling you we got to do more. And I'm telling you, you don't. So if you find yourself working really hard in the works line, you might be working, um, despite your belief, you might be working to do things because you don't believe. And I would rather have you 
work really hard to figure out why are you worthy of love? Maybe you don't know that God loves you, but why are you just worthy of his love? That is the question you need to ask. Because when you ask, why am I worthy of his love? You will feel his love. And he will be up there just shouting and crying and so much joy that the love he felt all along, you finally feel. And then the works will be yours to do for fun because you're showing up. It will just be a result of this amazing ability for you to answer the question, why am I just worthy of love right now? All right, you guys, I hope you loved this episode. I am so glad I got to share my thoughts on feeling God's love and my testimony that he just loves you already. And I can help you feel it if that's something you're struggling with. Um, Love you guys to the moon and back. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Bye-bye. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to LimitlessFemaleCoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.